Disney Thyroid Talks, episode number two. This is epic. I seriously look forward to doing these Thursday Thyroid Talks every week for you guys because it is so uh, important for the thyroid community to be able to feel connected at this time. I, If you didn't hear um, my story last week, I'll just do a short, short recap. Um, if I could go back to me when I was in my late 20s, super sick, laying in bed, crying my eyes out, feeling totally isolated and alone and tell me something, I would say, Sarah, guess what? You're not alone. You're not. There are so many women out there that are struggling with the same thyroid issues you are. You just got to connect with them. And in this day and age with so much technology where we can all talk to each other and, you know, like learn from each other and grow and share um, I still feel like there is a gap in the thyroid community of women that very much feel isolated, very much feel alone. They don't, they don't feel like they have anyone they can talk to about what their doctors told them or their medication struggles or their symptom struggles. You know, just the things that we go through every day. And this is my way of of bridging that gap, bringing, bringing the community together by simply inviting thyroid warriors, just like yourself, to come on live and share their stories. Because when we listen to other people's stories, it helps us. It helps us um, feel that hole in our heart of isolation and feeling lonely. It also can give us some hope and definitely help us not feel so um, helpless. So those are two big things that I, I hope to, um, to achieve with this series. And I would love to tell you guys about the amazing Thyroid Warrior that is coming on today. Her name is Jessica and she has been through so much and I absolutely admire this young woman. She is definitely in the top of my girl gang and I'm always in awe of her and her strides to move forward in her health and where she's been and where she's at now. Um, I know you guys are going to find her as inspiring as I do. So at this time, I would like to invite Jessica to come on. So you guys just, just send me a, um, a request and I'll accept it. And I know you guys are going to love hearing her story as much as I do. There you go. Okay, so I just accepted it. All right, it's connecting. I love your name, too, Tiger Army. Hi, beautiful. Hi, Hi you look gorgeous. I love your hair down like that. Thank you. All right, I think I need to turn my volume up a little bit. Okay, here we go. So thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate you being here. So why don't you just start off telling us a little bit, you know, just the basic information about yourself, and then you could just dive into your story from the beginning to where you are now. There's no time limit. Whatever you just feel like you want to say, go for it. Okay. Yeah, well, my name is Jessica. Um, I've had my thyroid relief now for four years. I was 26 at the time. 
um it, it the beginning was okay i didn't have any like big issues with my medication or at least i didn't think so um now like going through four years i've been having some issues going on and it's just been like eye-opening to have the symptoms and to know where they're coming from and to learn about my body because you know i feel like you kind of go through this and then you they you kind of go to your doctor and they tell you something and then you go home and then you're kind of left on your own trying to figure it out so just going through this journey has been like really eye-opening to myself and my health and just trying to learn more you know i feel like we always listen to our doctors and there's nothing wrong with that but i feel like after a while especially with what i've been through um i've learned to just like be my own advocate and learn more about my body myself instead of trying to listen to everybody else what everybody else has to say about myself when in reality when i go they're like you're fine so i'm like okay so let's listen to my body i'm trying mm -hmm. to listen to myself and that's something that i've definitely learned through you and i really thank you for that because i i was going through days i was going every day just like doing this doing that doing this not really listening or paying attention to the you know my body was crying out and i was just going living my day thinking everything's fine and then eventually when things got worse and i was like okay what's going on you know and i feel like so, a lot of us just kind of go our days thinking everything's fine and then we finally come to realize no it's not you have to like pay attention to your body mm -hmm. take care of it because it's our, it's our body you know you have to nourish it Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I love that you said be the patient advocate for yourself. That was the exact same thing that Natasha said last week. And I feel like that is something that I definitely went through too, is um, you just really feel like you're in and out of your appointments really fast. You're told things you don't really get like clear answers to. You don't really know the why sometimes and you really do feel alone when it comes to the information that the doctor tells you to and then you're left to go home and just google it which can sometimes spiral into a really bad situation you know and you can read all kinds of really scary things on google which freak you out even more um so yeah being a patient advocate for yourself is the one thing that the majority of women in this community have really learned that they have to step up for themselves and be able to um like you said speak up for how you feel not so much just what the numbers say yeah and i think that was like one of my hardest thing going through this journey is being that advocate because i always went to my doctors and i always trusted them you know i always you know okay so they said something okay i must follow it because you know they're the doctors i'm not the doctor and it's still hard right now. I'm still trying to break through. I feel like I've broken through most of it. Like I'm, I'm being able to have a more of an open mind compared to where I was back then, where I was just like, no, my doctor said this, so I have to do that. Um, but it's been really like, yeah, you just have to learn to trust your body. Your intuition is always going to be right. And mm -hmm. if you feel like your doctor is not saying something or you feel like it doesn't go with yourself, then try to figure it out for yourself if you can, or if not, try to go to another doctor. Um, for myself, I honestly, okay, I go to the doctors, but now, I, like, before I used to be, like, 
oh man, they didn't tell me what I wanted to hear or, you know, they kind of like, you go in with hope and then you come out hopeless. Yeah. yeah. After a while, I just kind of like, oh, I have another doctor's appointment. Uh, what are they going to say today? And mm -hmm. it got to the point where I was just like, you know, whatever, whatever they say, it's not going to affect me anymore. I'm going to try to figure this out. I'm going to try to listen to my body. And that's what I've been trying to do lately now. <laughs> And I just try not to let it affect me anymore. I try to just have more of an open mind and do other other things. Like I've been going to see uh, a homeopathic, uh, well, I don't know what they're called, a homeopathic. Uh, Was it the iridologist you told me about? That one. And then I actually went to see a homeopathic uh, lady. I don't know what she uh -huh. considered. Um, and it's been helpful because she's getting more towards my emotional state of, of mind. And it's mm -hmm. just been more like I'm trying to work on that right now. So I've been awesome. on my mind, body, and soul. <laughs> right. All dimensions of healing. And that is a big part of the thyroid journey is so much is just focused on the physical. Mm -hmm. But what about the mental, the emotional, and especially the spiritual? You know, yeah. there's a lot of... Um, attention that needs to go into those factors you know especially the mindset when you when you first get diagnosed with a thyroid condition you feel very much um out of control lost scared confused you know or or even the women that aren't necessarily diagnosed with a thyroid condition they just are kind of left hanging where they don't feel good you know but they're constantly told like oh you're you're fine your numbers are in range but they're like like you said, they, they are listening to their body and they're like, but I really don't feel good, you know? So that's called, it's, it's not the doctor's fault because the range for the TSH is just, it's just, it's ridiculously too wide and everyone knows it. I've read so many articles on it even, but yeah, it's still being used. And so women aren't getting the proper diagnoses that they need in order to move forward but um so much of that goes into your negative mindset where you can start spiraling down yeah um did you struggle with that yeah so before i even got diagnosed or anything i was already having symptoms of like i was very lethargic tired my hands and my feet were constantly cold my hair was falling off i kept going in to see doctors and they just did my tsh and they're like you're fine everything looks fine so i was like okay i I went through it like that for a few years. Eventually, I went back because I started to notice that my um, my left side of my throat was starting to get enlarged, and I was having issues swallowing and um, even singing. This is one of the things mm. I would like to go to concerts, and you know, you like to sing your lungs out, and yeah. I couldn't even do that because I was like choking. And um, eventually, I ended up going back. Again, they did everything. Matias said, they're like, you're, you're fine. You don't have anything, but okay, let's go do a biopsy and see what's going on. Um, eventually, everything came out fine with the biopsy, but they just told me, you, you have two options, either remove it or, you know, come every six months and hope that it doesn't turn into cancer. And obviously hearing that, that's very scary, right? You don't know. Yeah. And, and at the same time, I was going through issues with my insurance. So I was like, my insurance was going to end. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I don't want it to turn into cancer. So let's just remove it if I'm already having issues. So um, so, so they sent me to see the biopsy, the, the person who did the biopsy. Then I went to see a surgeon, straight a, a, after a straight um, a surgeon. That's what he recommended. 
So I ended up doing that. I was like, all right, you know, let's do the surgery. Um, after I got out of my surgery, when I woke up, the doctor told me, okay, so did you already see your endocrinologist? You already have your medication. I was like, what? Like, no, I don't, I didn't see anyone, just you. So he's like, okay, well, I'm just going to give you a prescription. And so he wrote um, 125 micromilligrams, micromilligrams for level thyroxine. And then that's what I took. And it wasn't until about a month or so that I went to see an endocrinologist. And, um, you know, it takes about a month for you to see how you're reacting with your medication. And like, but like during those times, I was having episodes where I was having heart palpitations. I was having really bad heat flashes. Um, my hair was still falling out. I was still feeling lethargic, um, very iterable. I just, uh, I hated things. And um, when I went to see my endocrinologist, she's like, oh, so you had uh, this. You, do you feel fine? Were you having any heart palpitations? And I was just like, uh, yeah, I guess. Because you don't know what to look for. You know, you just go through this and they just give you medication. They don't tell you like for the reactions to look at or what symptoms to look for to see if this medication is good for you you just kind of you know try for that month and then see if it works for you or not and then eventually she did ended up like lowering my dosage and I felt I felt fine for a while I was still feeling tired and um the um still having cold hands and cold feet and having like I was having mm. episodes where I was very angry, like very angry, and I would go wow. and I would tell you know I sometimes I just feel like I, like there would be times where I would just be throwing plates on the floor or I would just be punching something because I was just so mad. Wow. And um, so she ended up. Where do you think my, all that anger came from? So it turned out that my t testosterone levels were pretty high, so she didn't yeah. know how I got that. So she gave me medication for that. And they went back to normal, but there's still times where I feel like my hormones and everything are just out of place. Um, yeah. I would tell her, I would be like, hey, you know, I still don't feel good. Uh, constipation was worse after I had my thyroid removed. Um, I would always joke about it. Like, man, if I get to go twice a week, that's heaven for me. Because <laughs> um, wow. I just couldn't go to the restroom. It was so bad. And... Um, she ended up putting me on metformin for diabetics um, just to see if that would help me go to the restroom. And oh, it did, but yeah, I think that's what it's called, right? <laughs> Is it a laxative? I've never heard it used for that reason. I didn't know either. I, what? <laughs> you, you just told me, take this. This is going to help with, you know, with your stomach issues. And it did. I mean, it would give me bad cramping and then I have to go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah. then after a while, I was just like, no, I don't want to take it. You know, I don't want to be mm -hmm. taking a lot of medication. And mm -hmm. I stopped and I just, you know, I hope for the best and I hope that I would go to the bathroom. Um, but yeah, it's like, you feel like, yeah, once you have it out and you're taking the medication, everything's going to go back to normal, but in reality it doesn't, or you still have issues with, um, you know, it sounds like you got worse, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I did. It got worse. I gained a lot of weight just after my surgery. I was at 168. My regular weight was always 130 and I gained a lot of weight during that time and, just um after surgery was 168 and then i gained more weight more weight more weight 
and just last year I was at 185 and I was mm. just like you know this this is not normal you know and you hear yeah. a lot about how your thyroid is your metabolism and then I would just freak out because I was like oh I don't have it so where do where do I go now oh how do my I gosh. yeah I can so. see how that would be scary. You're like, well, if this is regulating my metabolism and I don't have it anymore, does that mean I'm just going to gain, 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 gain? Like there's no, yeah. you know, like cap. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I still just can't get over the fact that like your thyroid was fine. There was no biopsy or anything. They just like still opted. It, there, there was no, no other option. It's just like yeah. suffer or take it out, you know? And it was just all kind of, very cut and dry it just that makes me sad you know that there's so many women out there because I I talk to a lot of women every day that are that have lost their thyroid it, it's it's sad you know they feel like because they don't have a thyroid that they're broken and they can't get better and they don't know what to do like I'll, I have a lot of comments of just like I don't have a th thyroid now what Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy hearing from you because you are the after thyroid removal. Now what, you know, and you, you definitely can, can tell them like how you've been helping yourself even without a thyroid and how, you know, so why don't you share with them like how you feel now and like what you've been doing? Well, I, I started working with you, you know, I was uh, last year was the year where I had a lot of stress. Um, I was working in the healthcare industry as a dental assistant and as a, I was doing both back and front as a receptionist and dental assistant. And during the whole pandemic, you know, you were just stressing about, you know, not getting sick, yeah. bringing it to your house. So I was stressing about that, making sure um, that my patients or my assistants were, were safe as well. And it was just, last year was just so stressful. I took a lot of vacations, but even taking vacations was stressful. Yeah. And my stomach, my stomach like really suffered a lot last year. And I was like, December was the, the month where I was just bedridden. I was just so tired, so lethargic. I couldn't even shower. I was just so, so done with everything. Like I was so And this depressed. was four years after your removal, right? Yeah, four years. So basically all those symptoms that you described with the anger, the constipation, the hair falling out, the weight gain, that was going on for four consecutive years, basically? Yes. Yes. Wow. So I think last year was the year where my body finally was like crying out for help and yeah. telling me like, you know, you need to do something. And, you know, I came to reach, to I, re I reached you and I asked you yeah. for your help and, you know, um, right now, what I've been doing again, is I let go of gluten, I let go of um, dairy, soy, eggs. Um, I'm still learning to do some other stuff, like doing yeah. celery juice and the lemon. Um, but just getting rid of that, I lost 30 pounds. I lost 30 pounds. I've You've continued to lose because yeah. I remember when we were working together, it was at 18. Now you're at 30? I'm at 30 So pounds. you're at your original weight now? Actually, below my uh, my weight when I got my, my surgery. So I'm at 155 right now. So Good job. Good it's job. still crazy for me because I'm like, wait, I'm not even exercising. Like, right. I still feel like, is this healthy? Uh, like, am I losing it healthy? But then I remember, you know, you're not eating all that junk food that I was eating, you know. Right. Um, and That's just what happens when you make proper food choices. You can yeah. just easily lose weight. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so I've been doing that. I've been working with, again, like I told you, um, working with other people, not just doctors, trying to look out for other ways to heal myself and not just be close-minded. That's been a really big part of my healing journey because, um, you know, some people are going to agree with you. Some people are going to be like, are you just crazy? Because you're trying to look for for other options other than just going to your regular doctor. Yeah. Um, but going to that hemo hemeopathic person. Homeopathic. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's she, she talks in Spanish, so it's it's different. But um, that has been really helpful just emotionally because I, you know, trauma from your past, and I know I work with you with it as well. But yeah. I feel like you. I don't know. I feel like you hear it so many times until your body's finally open to actually hear it and work with it. You know. Like, I was hearing it from you. I was hearing it from my boyfriend. Like, you need to do this. You need to, you know, let go of this, 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 and this. And then I was just not hearing it. Like, I was like, I was not ready to heal that yeah. yet. And right now I'm, like, trying yeah. to, to heal here and there. So, yeah. So getting rid of the food, trigger foods has been helpful. I'm still having stomach issues, but I'm healing slowly. Uh, one of the things that I've learned is to be patient with your body to that healing is not going to be something where it's going to be like bam you know you're you're good to go it's not like when you go to the doctors and you get a prescription and then you're boom you're, mm -hmm. you're fine you know and that's that's been a really big thing where I, I i've learned because i remember i was like this is not working what isn't working like oh, i want to do something that just like fixes me up already and Mm -hmm. now it's like no you you just got to be patient with yourself and your body right and you have as as you're going back to regaining your health you got to really celebrate and and point out all of the small baby steps and all of your small wins and you could do it on a daily basis and be like oh my gosh i had two bowel movements today yay you know yeah. i'm doing better oh my gosh i've lost 30 pounds that's huge you have to celebrate that that is amazing Definitely jump up and down to your favorite um, song to that one. Cause that I am so proud of you for that. Great job. Great job. Keeping up. It's been like, it's been a struggle. Nothing is ever going to be smooth. And, and yeah. that's what I want to say to patients who have their thyroid removed or who are working with it. It's not going to be easy, but just be patient with yourself. Um, listen to your body. If your body's telling you it's in pain, that's one thing that I've learned. Like your body is going to respond or show you what it needs in order for you to try to heal it. And, you know, for me, it was my, my thyroid. My body was telling me, hey, there's something wrong with your body, you know, and I didn't listen. I'm just like, mm, let's just remove it, you know? Yeah. And the thing that frustrates me with the medical community too, and is that um, they, they don't, even like you would think doctors because they have to go through so much schooling would know just the basic of um that it, you have to have iodine your, your thyroid has to have iodine in order to function it's like it's like a binder it's a part of the actual like dna structure of the thyroid hormones and that's how it functions properly and if you have an iodine deficiency, that's when you get the goiters, the nodules, the swelling, and the issues um, in your throat. And so just by working with someone 
um, like myself or a homeopathic doctor, someone who actually is cool with iodine, you could probably decrease swelling in your neck um, just from that one basic natural therapy. And, you know, but so many people are just rushed to surgery. It's, it's very barbaric. And I, I'm sad for that situation. But, you know, it, there's always a bigger picture that I've learned when it comes to illness. Like you said, um, there was a big picture in my life and my illness. And, you know, you've been healing your traumas and it's helping you open up to, you know, things that, like you said, your body or even your heart needed you to address, you know, your spirit. And, um, and now that you're slowly, you know, recognizing that and diving into it and you're, and you're putting those pieces together. I mean, I feel like, I feel like you've completely transformed, you know, like you have a glow about you now of happiness that, um, wasn't there before. And it's just such a beautiful thing. Yeah. One thing I learned a lot is just take every day, day by day, live it to the fullest. I mean, there are days where you're going to feel like, sh you know, crap. But, you know, just try to go about it, try to just remember to be positive. And that's one thing that I've learned. I haven't like recently I've been applying it, like being positive. If something hurts, I'll be like, oh, you know, this hurts. But hey, at least um, at least I'm not bedridden. You know, at least I'm able to walk. It's not stopping me from doing this. Let's just get things done. And before I would always be so negative thinking, I would always be like, oh, God, I feel so sick. Oh, God, I feel sick. I don't feel good. I just don't feel good. I'm just going to be in bed. And that's, I know we worked through it. And even though I tried, I, I just, it, you know, I feel like everybody has that one point where your body's going to finally open up. You, you're finally going to open up and you're finally going to receive that guidance. And you're, you're going to finally have that healing into your life. You know, you're going to accept it. And that's where I'm at right now. Like it took baby steps to get through where I'm at right now. But I'm thankful that I'm getting through them because I'm able to see things more clearly and be able to do more things and be able to listen to my body. Like that is a big thing. Listen to your yeah. body. Because believe me. Yeah. You yeah. know, you like I was saying, like I was eating crap that, you know, my stomach was hurting. I was in pain, but I was like, you know what? Whatever. So I would ignore it and just continue to eat the way I was eating. And obviously my body was crying out for help and I wasn't listening to it. I was just feeding it the stuff that it didn't need until eventually, you know, I got sick, you know, and yeah. that's, like, that's really important. And yeah, just, you just gotta take it baby steps at a time. Try not to be so negative on yourself. Things mm -hmm. are not always going to be rainbows, but um, just remember to stay positive and, one thing I do want to say is learn, learn about your body. That's something that I've been going through this journey is I've been taking like classes about you, um, hormones, learning about your hormones, learning about your minerals, learning about everything in your body, because it's very important to, you know, to learn. About your body. Yeah. Know how yeah. your body functions so that when you go to the doctors and they tell you something, you're like, no, I learned this, 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 and this, you know, because sometimes we're like, oh, okay, well, I don't know what that means, but okay, he said he was fine. No, you, you Google it, you make sure you understand what's going on in, the, in your lab work and anything related to your health. That's like really important because I was going to my doctors and 
um, I was learning about ferritin, you know, when we did that test and I would go and I'll be asking them like, is this normal? It's like, oh yeah, that's fine. You know, the lower the number, the better. And then, then going through hormone classes and stuff, I learned like, no, your ferritin shouldn't be that low because if you're still menstruating, you need it to be at this level. And I was like way down there. So it's just like, you got to learn, you know, learn about this stuff so that you know how your body works and you know how to like get optimal health you know that's where I that's my goal at least is have at least get as close as I can to optimal health mm -hmm. because that's very important you want to make sure you are living your life as healthy as possible mm -hmm. and yeah maybe it's not going to be rainbows and anything but at least you know you're you're getting to that place or you're trying to get to that place because if you go to your doctors they're not going to tell you oh yeah you have cholesterol no they're going to wait until you have that you've reached that number in order for them to start treating you. If you could avoid it, if you could try to find something that could make you reach that optimal health and just do it because nobody else is yeah. going to do it for you. But the, but there's, there's specific tools like, um, that I used on you that I used on myself, the, the specific testing. I love the HTMA and the GI map and then testing all of your nutrients that you can through your blood um, in order to understand where you're at because you have to first get that baseline to see where where you're deficient, where you're okay um, in order to achieve the optimal health. Yeah. Um, so, you know, listening to yourself is super, super important, but it's also critical to do these specific tests yeah. to, to, so you know where to even begin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's important. And that's one thing that I learned through you because you don't, you don't, like, honestly, I was going to my doctors and asking them like, Hey, can you check my minerals? Can you check my like vitamins? Cause I feel like something's going on. And they would be like, no, you're fine. Mm -hmm. Nothing, nothing's going to be like, you know, and then I remember like my vitamin D was low and I would go and like, Oh, that's fine. Everybody's vitamin D deficient. And I was like, I don't want to have a doctor who tells me it's fine everybody has it i want a doctor who's going to be wow. like okay you know let's work your way to a better number like an optimal number for yourself mm -hmm. now i don't want to just be like just take some vitamin d and then you'll be fine you know and that's where yeah. where it's very important for your for yourself to be advocate and to learn about this stuff so that you're able to understand what's going on and if you have doctors who are going to be like that then at least you know for yourself that it's not it's not a good thing you know that you got to work your way through that and um you know i learned that from you and then i i, I just try learning through books classes anything possible that i'm gonna like be able to teach myself so that i'm able to be have better knowledge towards this stuff because if you don't have the knowledge i feel like we go being ignorant because we were like you know we don't listen to our body we don't know what's going with our own body and yet we expect to go to a doctor and have them tell us you know and yeah. sometimes unfortunately nowadays we don't have doctors who are who are like that you know who are going to be that helpful and yeah yeah basic a uh, uh, basic understanding of your anatomy is important um i was i i even but even in my most basic anatomy class that i took in college um it still doesn't cover specific things like you know 
the nitty gritties of minerals. It will do some basic, some, some broad things, but yeah, like you said, really, you know, go to the library and check books out. Um, my gosh, like, you know, the magic of minerals, like it, the, the more you can read, the more you can ingest, you know, the more empowered you are and can help yourself and advocate for advocate for yourself for sure. And, you know, there's a lot of really amazing resources out there. Like you've been mentioning, um, you know, before the medical industry existed long time ago, um, in the early 1900s, it was all, all about all natural healing, all plant-based, um, spiritual based. And that's how humans work for thousands of years, you know? And like you said, um, We've been just made to trust the system now, but for the thyroid community in particular, the system is failing the community and it's failing women. And, you know, that's why series like this, um, I feel are so important so we can educate each other. We can help each other. We can come together because women, us women, like think of everything that you have learned and everything you're doing now one day for your children. Think about what an amazing example a mom you're going to be now because of what you've been through and everything you've learned. So you're going to pass that knowledge on to the next generation. You're going to be able to help them. You know, like, like the other day, I, I have the kids line up and I'm like, vitamins, you know, vitamin time. And it's like, hey, open your mouth. Here's your D. Squeezing D's in their mouth. Okay, here's some iodine. Put it in the water. Here's your zinc. Here's your selenium. You know, it's just like, basics you know it makes us better moms and we are the fabric of of this society we are what holds the world together we all know what moms women (laughs) you know like these boys love them but they would truly be lost without us and if we're sick and we're not educated then the next generation suffers and then that can go to the next generation um so you know one day I can only see you with your babies cutting up all the fruit. Here's all your fruit. You know, teach yeah, your ways. It's been a learning process, definitely. I feel like you really got to... I've really learned that nutrition can really heal your body and that your body is able to heal on its yeah. own. You know, that you don't really need medication. Yeah, there, obviously there's some things that you do need. I know that I am going to be on medication for my thyroid for the rest of my life. But at least I know that, you know, if I treat my body right and I give it the right nutrients, that maybe that medication dosage can go down. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm aiming for, just making sure that my body is fine and not, like, give it so many so much medication. Yeah. You know, just like, you know, I changed my medication to MP thyroid. And remember I told you I, was, I wasn't feeling good with it. I yeah. was feeling like crap. And then the next thing you know, I saw that they got recalled and it was exactly the dosage that I was getting. Wow. So, there you go. Now I know why I wasn't feeling good. And wow. I was trusting my body and I kept telling my endocrinologist, I don't feel good with this medication. And she was like, no, you know, it's, you shouldn't be feeling the same way. I'm like, well, I don't feel the same. And eventually she ended up changing it. But like, you know, that's where it comes truly to un- listening to your body because my body was telling me, no, you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. This is not good. And I stopped taking it. I stopped taking it because I was like, no, I don't feel good with this medication. And eventually you know, I changed my medication, but, you know, it's just important to listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, 
huge and i love that and i feel like that could definitely be like the underlying message of today is like listen to your body you know yeah. big time because you know we we sometimes we lose that we we no to be honest we've lost touch with our bodies nowadays we've lost touch we just work you know we're like in a little bubble where we're just working making money trying to get all the luxury stuff trying to do like you know all this stuff to show that we're in like that epic you know you know making money area or whatever and you know we lose touch with ourselves we don't do things for yeah. ourselves we're just trying to do things for others and that's where mm -hmm. we need to learn to stop and take a moment and really do stuff for ourselves because I, you know my silver lining going through all this is I learned that I wasn't happy I wasn't happy I was just working to make money and trying to show off because I was trying to say like I've made it I'm working now I have money and I was just buying things buying things online that was what was making me happy um but it honestly it wasn't it was just masking my symptoms and masking everything up and eventually I learned that I needed a break free from that and it's been really nice to just come back down to earth you know and learn to just take time for myself you know it doesn't have to be buying stuff it could just be you know doing my nails doing my hair doing my makeup and before I would be like so I would be like oh my god I need to get ready I need to do my hair I need to do my makeup and I would be stressing out so much over this stuff and now I'm like, you know what? Simple, keep it simple. You don't have to do your hair. Just dress nice and you're fine, you know? And it's been really life-changing because you just learn to just tone it down, you know? Just get back in tune with yourself. And it's been really nice going through this experience. I mean, it's been a hassle, but it's been nice. I take it, I take everything like day by day and I'm just grateful. I love that attitude of gratitude. Yeah, appreciate the small things in life. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Don't worry about keeping up with the Joneses or the next girl on social media. Do what feels good for you. Take care of you. Yeah, yeah. I that was a big thing for me too. Is I never took care of myself. I was just running around like you, just trying to take care of everyone else, and you know, go to work all day long and trying to pick up some fast food for dinner, and then just you know, do chores and just totally overextending myself. No, no thought of anything positive for myself ever. And um, the first thing I did before I even knew anything about anything, I, tr I trusted my intuition and I started, I started um, like slow workouts, like stretching and yoga and working out. And like, cause my body was crying to me that I, it missed movement. It missed you know, fresh air, it, it missed, um, like exercise and activity. And so as I started to follow my body's cues and do that more and more, it made me feel better emotionally and mentally, which made me feel better physically because it's all connected. Right. And so I was like, wow, this feels really good. What else can I do that I miss that I used to do that feels good that I need beyond getting your hair done or getting your nails done or you know those really superficial things the things that really touch your soul you know and help you feel good inside and um and so if you haven't yet i encourage you and everyone to try um 
to incorporate 15 minutes of just meditation into your day, anywhere in your day. Um, I, I put it right in my morning. And even if it's just um, sitting quietly with no music on or with a little bit of music on, you know, some soft music, closing your eyes, just letting your mind go. Don't try to force any thoughts or focus on anything. Just, just release your mind. Take a couple deep breaths to relax and just chill and just be in that moment with yourself. There's something so incredibly powerful about that, that when you, when you start it, you, you feel a sense of calm and you still feel a sense of grounding afterwards. And you just overall have a better attitude towards everyone around you. You have more patience, mm -hmm. you have more peace for yourself. And, um, so once I started doing that, it just really felt like a game changer, you know? So I'm really proud of you, Jess. You, you've done so much. Thank you for coming on today and sharing your story. And of course, you, you always have so many nuggets <laughs> of wisdom to drop. No, so. and again, if there's anybody, sorry, if there's anybody out there who needs like support they need to talk to you or anything i'm always yeah. open to messages or you know whatever um and i do want to say one thing too yeah. it's really important that for those patients or the people who don't have thyroid or have thyroid issues um stress is a big factor that we really need to work on it's a really big factor and you know so i i hear some people are like saying yo you know i deal with stress every day but it's really important that if you're going through these issues that you really try to address those because it could be very harmful for yourself because you got to understand that you have this hormone that is like your thyroid is like a big factor that promotes or regulates your body, you know, and if you're just putting it under a lot of stress or if you don't have a thyroid, that stress could just go to other places and you really need to address it and to take care of yourself and, even though you feel like, because I was going like, oh, I deal with stress every day. It's normal for me. But there's going to be a point where your body's just not going to be able to handle it. Yeah. It's really important that you address it and that you take care of yourself. Um, yeah. Uh, right now, one of the things that I do is I, I do have a therapist. Um, I have a therapist. I journal. And um, it's it's been very helpful you know um right now that I don't work full-time I've been really grateful that I have days where I could just relax and de-stress my body um but it, that's one of the big things like if you don't have your thyroid and I hear many people well I always go with I always have stress in my life you know and that shouldn't affect me because I've been dealing with it forever in my life but no but when you start having issues with your thyroid you really have to be careful with that because it could really affect you and that's one thing that I've yeah. learned it's like yeah it's a big one mm -hmm. you're right it's huge and that the 15 minutes of meditation it will bring your stress levels from here to here mm -hmm. and um there are you know everyone has i know everyone knows they're they're de-stressors everyone has their own and they already know it it's about follow your intuition like you're saying and what good feels good for you yes journaling is fantastic um i call it a brain dump you know, sometimes it's like, just grab a piece of paper and just dump whatever comes out of you. You know, it feels so good to just release that. It sounds very trivial, but it's mm -hmm. true, yeah. you know? 
And then and it was then, working with you. I was like, man, just writing a journal. I was like, whatever. Yeah. Journaling provides so much clarity. And I, I mean, I've had so many moments where like, I didn't know I was going to have a trigger happen when I was journaling and I just started crying, you know, but I did, you know, and it's like, it's kind of like what you said. It's like, you just bring, when you're journaling, you bring it real back to being truthful and honest with yourself, you know, and those things that you're hiding and you're avoiding that you don't want to confront, maybe things from the past that are scary, hurtful, definitely start working through those with like a therapist. Um, I personally use Reiki. I use an energy healer for those particular things, but um, um, I too just decided um, you know what? I'm going to bring a therapist on board for myself. I, I just, I see it as a valuable resource. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even just for daily, like you said, daily stress, just to be able to work through and communicate through your daily issues with your kids your family, your relationship, whatever. It is such a valuable resource that if you have insurance and access to it, I highly suggest it as well. You know, especially with everything going on right now, like, suicide rates are up and the anxiety and stress with with everything going on it's just been crazy so now's you know a good time if you've been considering it to jump in on on those resources and use them yeah so that's great that's great well um all right let's see follow your intuition listen to your body and handle your stress handle your stress i love it and so that's good. Yeah. Oh, one of the books that I wanted to share, that I could share, that I've been writing is the, I don't know if you can read it here. And I have it on my page if you guys want to look at it. But I've, oh my God, this book has been like an eye opener. And I know when I was going through healing, um, I was very. Uh, Wait, real fast. Tell us. I couldn't see the book. So it's, it's, it's the Mucus Healing System. So he kind of talks about like, you know, intermediate fasting. Um, eating your fruits and um, mm-hmm. the fact that we actually don't need protein in our life. We just need fruits and leafy greens. Okay, hang on. Let's talk about your previous fruit fear. Yes. Because this is a thing. This is a real thing. Okay, let's talk about it. Yeah, so, you know, I, I did a lot of, like, when I was going through my whole um, constipation. I did a lot of diets. I did the keto diet. I did, um, fasting. I just avoided eating like late at night or stuff like that. And one of the things that I just became so fearful of was fruit. Cause obviously in the keto diet, you're like, you're not supposed to eat fruit. And, um, I, it kind of just stuck with me and starting this journey of eating more fruits. It was very scary because I was like, Oh my God, well, what if like, you know, I get diabetes because that's what they tell you, right? If you have diabetes, yeah. you don't eat fruit because yeah. you're going to spike up your insulin. So that was something that I had to work with. Um, I'm still working on it because I get some reactions. Obviously, if you just don't eat fruit and then you incorporate fruit yes. all of a sudden, you're going to have reactions. So, and it's well, and because it, it's cleansing you, because yeah. it's a detox. And so it's not like you're having an allergic reaction to fruit or like an intolerance. It's actually helping you yeah like, and that's one thing that I learned because for me I was like oh, yeah, I'm having issues with like you know I would be eating mangoes and the next time I would eat mangoes I would be having like stomach issues or I'd be having like kind of like histamine reactions where I would get like nose stripping and I would just feel 
and like reading this book and he, he talks about like fruits and vegetables and he talks about how so many people go through the healing system and they stop it just because they have like a reaction but yeah one of the things is your body is healing so don't look at it as a bad way it's just you're getting all this stuff out of your system and that was like oh my god i was like yes that's what i was going through so that's why you know it's important to kind of keep an open mind you know because mm -hmm. it's not easy if you just have a closed mind then maybe you're not ready for it but once you start opening up to to the possibilities of having more things in your life then that's when you're ready to heal and for me fruit like i have my smoothie here Yay! <laughs> so, so i've been like doing more fruits and veggies definitely more veggies and yeah. it's been crazy just because everything will just come off and you'll see your your body healing mm -hmm. and i have not had a I have not had cookies, I have not had hamburgers, I have not had any processed foods, not even chips or um, like the healthier versions of it because my body just isn't crater right now and I'm mm -hmm. just been like, I'm good. Like I haven't even had red meat and if I do have it, I get a little bit sensitive. So that's when I know my body's like, no, you can't have it no more. So I, one of my goals is to eventually just go whole foods like vegan wise say so, you know have no no more meat in my in my um oh my god i lost the word in your diet in my diet there you go <laughs> yeah yeah i know plant-based um plant-based eating is is phenomenal i'm with you there's some days where it's like all i will crave is fruit and it's in in a salad you know and i'll try to eat some meat or something especially before bed, because I know that if I don't have a high amount of protein before I go to sleep, I'll wake up hungry in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And so I always keep a banana next to my bed. Um, and so some nice, but I just, you know, it's like I'll make a huge stir fry of vegetables and have like a salad of vegetables. And it's just so satisfying that you don't even need meat. And, um, but then I always wake up hungry in the middle of the night. So <laughs> that's one thing I'm still working on. There's always like different ways to um, incorporate protein that's not meat. Mm -hmm. Like like hemp yeah. seeds or, you know, there's stuff that I've been trying to, like that's where I kind of like just, you learn and try to switch foods with another t type of food. But yeah, um, yeah, just fruits and eat vegetables. People, you guys eat vegetables. <laughs> and greens <laughs> and salads. Cause that's yeah. like, like one of the things that this book, talks about is how constipation is the name for all um health issues if you think about all the health issues are related to constipation and it's pretty mm -hmm. much true so um true uh yeah it's been like you know you just need to like before you know i was telling you i was going the tmi but i was going to the bathroom too much when i got sick and and now i'm like you know what if i have to go just go i don't mind it you know because i i've learned that that's just getting all this nasty stuff out of your body and don't be afraid if you have to go too much time so that's that's where I kind of learned stuff you know but yeah I mean if you think about it a lot of people have an entire lifetime of stuff built up in them that they could have been born with they could have and then you know like who knows how did you eat as a child how did you eat as a young adult I mean I'm 41 if if you start cleansing now at 41 you're going to have some cleansing effects, you know, yeah. because that there's a lot of time right there of rancid stuck oils, of rotting food, of 
toxins and chemicals and plastics and all kinds of stuff built up in your body that you got to start releasing and getting getting rid of you know and that's okay it's okay you gotta you gotta be okay with that yeah and you know but in uh, fruit and vegetables and greens and smoothies they're just such a, a very gentle way to to start getting that out of you and you know i really believe that that's why the lord gave it to us to help us you know stay healthy and and keep our nutrients up and um you know they're they're a blessing in our lives and i I'm, i say that all the time like i'm just grateful for fruit i'm grateful for vegetables i'm grateful for smoothies <laughs> you know there's such a blessing in our lives you know there's people all over the world that don't even have access to a banana yeah you know how fortunate we are here in the united states to have so much access to such amazing food yeah but yet people get you know told to be scared of it or they are given the wrong messages in regards to it and um, that's definitely one of my passions as a nutritionist is i i love teaching people how to eat and because it like you said it's such the ultimate foundation of where our health either begins or ends yeah your choice you know and uh well, I don't want to uh, make this too long, so we probably better wrap it up. I'm sure we could just talk forever. It's just, there's so much to say. So, well, maybe you could come back for a, a second one um, in six months or now, for, six I? months from now or something, you know, <laughs> give us an update. So um, thank you so much for sharing everything. Um, and that book looks very interesting. I read it on your story the other day. I paused it and I read that whole thing you underlined and I was like, oh, very cool. Very cool. So keep up your good work. Keep up your journey. Um, stay happy. Keep smiling. Give everyone around you hugs and kisses because it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I will talk to you soon. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Bye, guys. Bye.